episode 427. Thank you all for listening to episode 426, Larson's Last Stand. I am Gray, here with my co-host. Um, I'm in the final eight, unlike Kyle Larson. Bear. <laughs> Cody Bryant. Hey, Cody, how's it going? Good, Factory, man. Factory, Cody. Yep. So, um, thanks to Wes Anderson for mine quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. He's going to hook you up with that merchandise deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Atlanta, Georgia. Good one. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve. Just hung out with Sparty Steve this past weekend. If you listen to the uh, if you listen to the sports show, you'll be able to hear about our trip up to uh, Old East Lansing. So um, listen to the sports show, episode 426. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, you know where to go. Make sure you get to Amazon.com and get Connell's book, Dating Sucks But You Don't, and get to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation when you mention Over the Line podcast. You do him better justice. I, I had to do the justice for him the last last two episodes because you were off. So I was like, "Oh, this is not good." I wish I would. I wish I would have known. Or I mean, I mean, obviously, I wish I. I shouldn't say I wish. I was uh, doing work things, so I couldn't have been on the last one. But um, I would have known it would have been Prime Day, which when people were listening, they could have got it. So I don't know if his book was on a Prime sale, but it might have been. So nice. Well. <laughs> Let's go into extreme rules first. If Cody comes back, I know he's here, but he's on mute. So if he gets back, we'll talk to Cody when he's here. But let's talk about uh, this past week at extreme rules. So records real quick. So if Parrot would have just went right first and then left, he'd be 6-0. and yeah. But instead, he went 0-6. Yeah. So 0-6 for Parrot, 4-2 and for Dub, Cody, and myself, 3-3 three and for Peapod, and 2-4 and for Bear. So... Bear, but you guys are all close for second place. Uh, Peapod and Cody at 78, Baron Parrot at 75, Dub at 63. I think he missed a pay-per-view. Uh, he, missed all, he missed all out, I believe. Yep. And then uh, I have 90. So, But usually, you know, I think I've won wrestling each of the years we've been doing this show, and uh, except I tied with Peapod last year. Yeah, I like to go a little off the rails with it. And I should have this week. I Like you said, I, I knew I should have taken Rousey. Um, and I didn't, I just, I had a feeling about it and I saw everyone else take live and I was like, ah, fuck, I'm going to look like a dumbass if I don't pick. So I should have just taken it and went with my gut. I just had a feeling she was going to win the match. Um, and she did. Rhonda is the new, uh, SmackDown women's champion, but live uh, got choked out, passed out, tapped at whatever with a smile on her face. So I like, I like the way that they, uh, they ended that, um, I yeah. thought it was a good ending and it keeps it rolling. As they go, um, I'm sure they'll have another match at Survivor Series here next month would be my guess. Maybe at Crown Jewel. I, I know that not many women go over there, so I don't know if they will, but I would assume at Survivor Series they will. But, and maybe we'll see Ronda next week. Never know. Never know. And, um, you know, Liv was smiling all the way to the back, and they're playing all of what it could be, and we'll get to that here in a bit. But um, I'm going to skip the main event for now. We'll come back to that. But uh, Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross, uh, Karrion Cross got the dub here, and um, good, good match, good solid yeah. match, stiff physical match. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. Um, and Karrion got the win with interference from Scarlett. Um, was there somebody else? I have a feel was 
or no? Am I, am I remembering that wrong? I thought maybe there was one other person who came down, but I can't recall at the moment. Oh, I don't really remember. Um, I do remember a lot of Scarlet interference, though. Um, but, yeah, those guys were beating the shit out of each other with that strap. That was awesome. Like I said, it was a good – it was just a really good strap match between both of them. But um, keeps their story going, too. Keeps their story running. Yep, and uh, he ended up getting it by pinfall with interference from Sable – I mean, Scarlet. And, um, yeah, it was <laughs> yes. a, it, it was yes, a good strap we all agreed that uh, Scarlett looked uh, very much like Sable. Um, so if you haven't watched pay-per-view, I recommend you go watch it for that. Yep. And then we had uh, the ladder match, Bianca Belair, your champion against Bailey. Uh, Bianca took this victory with, uh, there was interference on, on, well, I don't know how you say interference, but the Dakota Kai and EO Sky, did have some play into it and had some interference yeah. there, but Bianca took both of them out. Um, then this was the first ever women's tight, uh, ladder match for a title. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it, again, super good match, a really good match, but we knew that Bianca and Bailey were going to have a good match. You just, you knew it was going to happen and they, they provided it uh, again. I'm sure that they'll keep going and, um, eventually Bailey's going to get that title. I don't know when, but it's going to happen eventually. You can kind of feel it. Um, I know Bianca is kind of like their poster woman right now for the women with no Charlotte um, being in. Um, what was she just in? She was, it was either um, a movie or something, or she was promoting a movie or something like that. But she's kind of doing everything right now. So I think they're going to let her run with this, but I can't imagine Bailey winning at WrestleMania. So I have a feeling she's going to win it some other time before that. So we'll see. But think it'll happen before? I would, like you said, I think maybe. Um, if not, they're just like they go to Survivor Series and they do a four on four or five on five. I think Bailey will beat Bianca, kind of like she did um, prior. Yeah. But at um, was it SummerSlam or was it before? Maybe it was. Maybe it was Clash. <laughs> Might have been Clash at the Castle um, when she beat her not for a non-title. It wasn't for a title. But I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna kind of go back and forth on that. But I think Bailey's gonna get that title eventually. Yeah, and to go back to carrying crosses, I just remembered and had to pull up so I remembered things that happened. Um, she pepper sprayed Drew McIntyre. Yes, yes, that's right. Now, so there was them, another interference. Pepper spray. Both of them sold it really well too. Mm-hmm. Um, like even Cross sold it well. Like he, you know, it was the remnants were on him and they gave him a towel and all that to wipe his eyes, and all that good stuff. So I, yes, I do remember that now. That was, that was, that was very good end of the match. Great interference. I mean, it's perfect. Like you said, it keeps setting it up. So, um, Edge oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. Hell and, match. and let me just say, besides best match, hell, it was best, best match on the card. Yep. For sure. And I must say you called, what was going to happen? You just had the wrong people. You knew what was yeah. going to happen. I was close. I was close. Um, I, I, we called. We thought. I thought Edge was going to end up winning by concerto, um, and it was the opposite way. Um, they did it to Beth, who came in and interfered, and Edge quit because Rhea was going to give Beth the concerto, and what she do? She did it anyways, like a good heel would. Um, so really good finish, obviously going to keep that story going. 
um, Edge and Finn or Edge and whatever. What's what's their faction? The oh. uh, Judgment Day. Yeah, Judgment Day. Yeah, so I'm sure as it keeps going, Survivor Series is going to be Edge, Ray, Beth, and name someone against Dominic, Finn, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. Um, who just? Oh, well, it'll depend who the fourth person is going to be for that. So, well, because what you got? You said Edge, Beth, and who? Ray Mysterio. Hmm. Well, it's kind of. He interfered in the match, or he came in to help. So, well, it's going to be interesting. I could see. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But I'll tell you, I got another idea. But we need a woman for it. So, um, or no, I think this is what's going to happen. I'll tell you as we get to it. So, um, few takeaways from that match. First off, how about Finn Balor coming out dressed like the Gimp? Yeah, bring out the uh, Gimp. The Gimp's yeah. asleep. Well, yeah, get you better just was... go wake him up now, won't you? The uh, the Finn attire, little little dummy, little dummy. Yeah, but it makes sense for who he's with. And then um, the, using the hockey stick when he just you know when Edge kind of was choking <laughs> Balor right in the mouth of the. He stick. hit him with that thing a couple of times too, but yeah, that was uh, that was good. I think the Flyers, the Flyers fans there enjoyed that in Philly. And don't forget, uh, don't forget Rhea Ripley with handcuffs. Could she? Would you let her handcuff you? <laughs> Not with real ones. <laughs> be an interesting one but um yeah so that was just that was a good match and remind me when we get back to it we will when we talk about raw and what happened in the judgment day we'll get into that so um uh, yeah just we'll quick run the uh, good old-fashioned donnie brook match also i thought a really good physical match to start the show um the brutes with seamus butch and ridge holland ended up beating gunther ludwig kaiser and giovanni vinci vinci um, but it was dude, that was pretty brutal, man. Those chops that Seamus Jake takes from Gunther are just whew. I mean, he's taking blood from the chops. Dude, it, dude it's ah, it's gotta hurt like a motherfucker. That's just gotta hurt. Yep. And um, so Butch, I don't know if you saw it, he drop kicked Kaiser as he hung upside down in the corner with the shillelagh against his neck. That was yes. pretty neat. That yeah. was fucking dope. I thought though, like I said, I mean, that was a really good way to start the pay-per-view. That was a, just a brutal, brutal match. Like that was a stiff match. That was probably more stiff than Carrion and uh, McIntyre. And and you got to love Sheamus. He's always willing to take those chops and hits because he knows he just scars up. Like, because he's just white as a he's ghost. so white. He's a bottle of mayonnaise. And, <laughs> and they, they did a great job. And they do, those guys are all professionals, just knowing how to use weapons. You know, their use of the weapons or any other prop, it was good stuff. So um, it was it was a wild match, but it wasn't like over over zealous, overboard, any of that. Oh, so it was per- good. Perfect opener. Perfect opener. Oh, 100%. Extreme rules in Philadelphia. Perfect opener. And then um, going back to, we could talk about Riddle and um, Seth freaking Rollins. And Daniel Cormier, that was cool to see. You know, it's cool. Triple H is getting some people in there. And and what better, like, because, you know, you have these random special guests. Well, this time they have a guy that is one of the greats in UFC history mm-hmm. there to be the special guest ref in the fight pit. And, you know, Riddle used to be in UFC. And it was a good guy to have there. You had Rollins doing good, uh, doing the heel things that he does. He's so good at, you know, talking shit to Cormier. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to do anything with that, <laughs> you know, with Cormier. coming oh, to WWE. And, and Cormier got them both a little bit, which I like. They made them, you know, they get on him and he gets a little bit physical. 
Um, DC though, man, he, he looking a little, he looking a little big, a little big, <laughs> a little big. That uh, that nice cozy uh, announcer desk job is. And don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not knocking DC at all. He still whooped the living shit out of any of us, and he mm-hmm. lived the living shit out of 99 percent of the people that walk the face of this earth i'm just saying he's just looking a little big that's all i'm a little big too dc it's okay it's from sitting down i gotta walk more that's all right brother that's all right it it happens but no i i i think it's gonna open up more um i think at some point dc is gonna be some way involved in wwe because i think he is good friends with triple h yeah and it's the same thing as Tyson Fury. You know, he's mm-hmm. going to be involved too when he's not boxing. He's involved. He knows it's a well, good check. He did check. his clash stuff. Yep. He was there at clash. So it's a good check for him. I mean, it's a good check for these guys and it's good to involve these guys. Yeah. Triple H knows what he's doing. And we're going to get more into Triple H here in a bit. But in that match, so a few things with Rollins, you know, he came out in a tire that was paying homage to our yep, boy or, RVD. Or, or trolling, one of the two. It depends well, on no, it. he was paying homage because <laughs> RVD, RVD appreciated it and saw it, and he's like, whoa, that's awesome. And, you I know, think, he did a five Yeah, I think the, the, character, the character he plays is, that's more of like a troll, but total homage on the respect in the background. Oh, yeah, Seth. Well, I mean, Seth, that's what Seth is. Yeah. Seth is, he's a great performer. Yeah. And, and um, so... Riddle, I don't know if you did you hear Riddle like scream after he took this frog splash? You're like, oh god, <laughs> that was a little wild. Well, there was there was another moment too where I thought somebody actually got hurt because they were maybe it was when Riddle also what did Riddle do? He, he took a, he sold the stomp pretty well. Same thing, like with I his head off. Riddle was I think it was when Riddle was up top and came on down on Seth. What did he do though? I'm trying to think back. I can't. Riddle was up top and he did. It wasn't a frog splash, but he did he did something because he landed like knees first though to protect Seth. And it looked it just looked bad. I can't remember what he did though. Maybe it was just a straight up splash, but it was off the top coming back down on Seth. And then after that, I think is when he ended up um when he ended up finishing him, choking him out or whatever. Right. Yeah, no, it was it was kind of crazy, and then you know it was just an overall it was a great match, and then um, it was you know they go into all these different things. He because what did he he hit a oh he hit a senton on him, was that what it was when maybe he hit the senton? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, I just I can't remember right now. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Like I can see him coming down, but I can't see the move of him coming off the top. Yeah, it was, he did the senton, and then he kind of struggled to get to get Seth into the submission. Yeah, like that was, that was yeah, that was the that was the finish. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just I'm I'm blanking on I'm blanking on that. So great match, and then as we saw, you know, they're walking to the yes, back. Dude. The the old fashioned throw up the watermark, and you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, dude, I was like, you know, yeah, this is gonna happen. Here we go again. This is uh, that's what exactly what I thought, dude. They, they I told us tell throw up the watermark. Yep, throw up the watermark. They go I, back, right? I, I told the about that too. I was so mad. I was like, dude, they had me because I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, so Triple H did that on NXT too with Gargano and Ciampa, I think. Yep. Um, and that's where everyone got that. So they're like, Triple H is bringing that back, which I love. I that's fantastic because I saw that and I was like, okay, show's gonna be over. And you know, how many people probably saw that watermark and like, done. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm like, really? Also, I was just, I was just letting it run. But right as I get to the back, what happens? 
Yeah, right when they throw their arms up, lights All go off. All the lights go off. And they then in the back yet, which is the best, too. Yeah, they just had their arm. Daniel Cormier raised Riddle's hand, and then they do it. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah. here we go. All right. And then you're waiting. And then nothing's happening. All the all, all the, the people lights. turn their phone lights on and you got the he's got the like darker version, deep voice version of he's got the whole world in his hands. And then oh, it's yeah. real slow. And then they played basically each of his characters, because now you're getting into this. Is it going to be the Wyatt Six? What's going on? And and yeah. they go through all of the the different the different characters that he kind of was. So you had Mercy the Buzzard, you had Huskis, you had Sister Abigail. You the had pig was the scariest. Huskus is Huskus. Oh, dude, terrifying. You had White Rabbit, and then yep. you had the Fiend. You know, yeah, fiend, and that's where they everyone thought, thought it was him. him. They did, and he turns, and then it cuts back to the door, and then does the door, and or they play the video first with the mask on, and I'm like, that's a dope mask. First off, that mask yeah. was sweet, and he's got the voice, you know, the voice changer, and he's going through it, and then the door flies open, and then here you see the lantern. Yep, you see the and, lantern. And then you just hear people cheering a little bit because they don't see him, you know, through the door because we can see him, obviously, but they can't see him from the sides. Once he hits through, you hear this loud pop. You can see his dreads, too, which I was like, okay. I said, obviously, it's Bray. But, yeah, the the fans in there, it's dark still. They can't see that shit. So you hear that pop. I mean, it's one of That pop was insane. And the holy shit chance. It's one of those goosebumps sort of pops. I got got goosebumps on that. Oh, dude. It was – it's awesome to have him because – and that's, again – where just Triple H knows the audience and he actually listens to the audience. You know, like oh, when they did that whole, that, that shit a few years back where Vince and Stephanie and Triple H came out, we hear you and it's what you want. I was like, no, nah, they're just doing this to tell you Vince is going to do what Vince does. And he did. And Triple H though, Triple H ain't playing. He got Bray back and he knows he's going to be the hottest thing out there. And so yeah. they end the show with Bray and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And, you know, they're saying he'll be on raw the next night, which we'll talk about that. So we get to raw. (laughs) So on raw, you know, it's the 25th anniversary of the generation X. So many different things that happen on raw. So they open up and they, they it's, it's uh, road dog X-Pac and HPK and triple H and you know, it's those three and Triple H, you don't see him. And they go over and he's sitting there like he would in Gorilla with his glasses on. And like, what are you doing? He's like, I got a, I got a show to do, you know, and doing his <laughs> shit. And uh, they, they start going on the different things and they, they do their festivities and they started saying cock. And, you know, they got to get cock off. And then look, hey, go grab one of these cocks right here. And, you know, he's like, oh, you know, he grabs it, he squeezes it, and Triple H, you know, they do that. And he said, oh, he's got to go choke his ch- choke his cock or stroke his guy or whatever they said. <laughs> and then, you know, as they're walking away, and a lot of people miss this, was that Triple H gave a little jab when he said, hey, don't fight anybody <laughs> as they're walking away. I like and I was, it. I, I was love like, it. oh, Trips, like, just See, knocking on is- AEW. This is the thing with that, though, right? So imagine a backstage fight in WWE. Who's going to come stop it? Triple H. Triple H. Kind of one someone you really don't want to fuck with too much. Who's going to stop a backstage fight in AEW? Nobody. No. Yeah. What's Tony Khan's skin? Tony Khan weighs fucking less than I do, man. He ain't stopping shit. Well, you look at that. He would stop it. Lashley would stop it. Braun Strowman would stop it. Like, (laughs) they ain't playing. They ain't got yeah, small dudes over because there. Because they're professionals there. It's yep. Professionals. <laughs> yeah, and they get it, and they're getting paid a lot of money. And um, 
they also had, you know, it was Miz's 42nd birthday. So they, let's go on. Wait, let's go back to the pay-per-view on that. Let's go back to extreme rules. Oh, Any gritty stuff with gritty. Oh my God. Dude, <laughs> fantastic. I, any, any person who hates on the Miz, you can suck on it because this, I mean, it was awesome. His phone call stuff, all this. And finally you're like, okay, he knocked gritty over. He's going to reveal it. And gritty's going to be Dexter. And no, Dexter's right there off the side. And Dexter knocks him out of Miz. And then Grady gets in the last kick on Miz. Yeah. And then walks away, puts his arm around Dexter. <laughs> They're walking Dude, away. Just fantastic. And that was so fun. Did you watch any of Raw? No, but I saw the I saw the birthday thing. Oh, yeah. So you saw Maurice. Hey. Jesus. Yeah. So, so I thought that um for when all that stuff was going with the cake and everything, and she was fumbling around, I was like, Address my cologne. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, she kept holding it down. Um, you know, you knew Dexter was in in the cake or in the well, present, when, dude. But I swear though, when he put that present back there, you're like Dexter has to get I'm, down. There wasn't much time where <laughs> Miz swung, so you know. I mean, literally, Dexter he, had to like, drop. Picks up the bat and just boom. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> you're like, he's got it. He. I was like, dude, like if he struggles to get down, you're fucked. Like, yeah. You are yeah. so fucked, and you just but, hit him with the bat. I love this Miz Dexter. That I mean, it's I think it's fantastic. Oh yeah, and then you know, Maurice missed the cake. You know, she I completely that, missed yeah. the cake, so she's like putting it on her. You know, and it's like oh, slyly doing it, and then you know she gets out of the ring, and then they're saying, "Eat the cake, eat the cake." Dexter takes the knife, pops the little balls. The Miz is massive balls and then uh, goes over and cuts a slice of cake and just eats the cake. I'm like it's perfect. And then um, one of the surprises was uh, Bobby Lashley comes out and he's talking about Seth Rollins. And then what do you hear? Brock Lesnar's music. Here comes Brock. Brock comes out. He returned. He comes out and uh, you know, he's just talking to Bobby and he says, Hey Bobby, you know, and hits him with the mic and then gives him an F five suplexes him again and then you know gets him in the arm bar so he just messed up his arm and then seth comes out and you know bobby's like i can't compete and so seth does heal things that he does you know you're a soldier you're letting your country down you're not representing that belt (laughs) accurately so naturally it comes through seth wins the title it's good to get that off of bobby he wasn't doing anything with it anyway i love bobby but he wasn't uh, the title regardless he's no and neither does Seth, but Seth will do something more with it and fight guys that are r- around that U.S. title. And so that was nice to see. You know, they got it off Bobby. Bobby basically said to Brock, he'll see his ass next week. I'm like, cool. You know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but to, the first thing was they came out, you know, the, there were so many people there. Even in the beginning, the bloodline came out. And, the, you know, all of those, you got Jimmy and Jey Uso, you got Paul, the wise one, Paul Heyman, you got Roman Reigns, you got Sami Zayn, and then Solo Sokoa. And they come out, and then uh, here comes Riddle talking shit. And they said, ye, you know, they said, ye, uh, Jey Uso kept saying ye, and Riddle kept saying yeet back to him <laughs> like Riddle does. And so you're like, all right, what's going on? And then they tell Sami Zayn to, he said, I'll handle the business. Cause at first Sami Zayn's like Roman started saying shit about you know, the loudest one here is the weakest one. And so you're like, Oh, it's gotta be Sammy. What's happening. So he turns to Jay and we're like, Oh, okay. They're going to play this. Up. Eventually Sammy's getting kicked out. We know that, but you look at it and you're like, all right, what the fuck's going on? And then he's like, Sammy comes in, does Sammy things like, Hey, hey, hey hold on. And you know, everybody's Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn. And then he's like, 
you know, let me, let me talk it out with him. He's like, go ahead, you handle it. So he starts handling Jay and that's when Riddle came out. And then Jay says to, to Sammy, Hey, why don't you handle your business? You know, and you fight a moose, you know, you do this, you do that, you do this. So, you know, that ended up being a main event where Sammy Zayn fought Riddle, which was a good match, by the way. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But one thing was, um, and well, that was the main and then DX ended it. So we'll talk about DX at the end. So a few things with that is there were Corey Graves made a big deal out of the season premiere of the show. And then Kevin Patrick is now his raw commentary partner, which Kevin Patrick's okay. Um, but we know Sammy Zane's over. Jay is, and Jay is so good at selling that he's angry that Sammy's even in part of the bloodline. So that was awesome. Um, Johnny Gargano, he fought uh, Austin Theory. I don't know what they're trying to do with Theory. I understand what they're doing with Johnny Gargano. You know, he's on the main roster. You got to get him some wins. But, like, Theory has the money in the bank. So it's like they buried him since Vince is gone because he was a Vince guy. And, and Gargano's, Gargano's a Triple, a triple H, guy. H guy. So I, I thought – I don't, I thought at the time, but I feel like they're going to run something where the theory is going to put up his briefcase against Gargano. And I think Gargano is going to get it. Maybe Survivor Series, something like that. That's my thought. Since they're going to, good idea. they're feuding. I mean, as of right now, but I, you never know. He's got Triple H still has different ideas. So maybe he's going to swerve it in a different route. But I think that Gargano is going to get that briefcase in some way. And so I don't know if you saw this for some mention of it. Obviously, we know Austin Theory is like, He's a very big, he's a jacked dude. He's not like Cena big, but he's jacked. But I don't know if you, you, you didn't see it. So his explosive power is just insane. So he scooped up Gargano and made it look like it was nothing. And I'm like, oh shit, this dude is, this dude's big. And then um, some of the, some of the things that went on, I don't know if you, you didn't see any of it again. So Gargano did a suicide dive into a DDT. Fucking Ooh. awesome. Ooh. That was dope. So, you know, that was a fun match. That was great. Uh, you had Chad Gable. He fought against Ray Mastrio, you know, our buddy Ray Mysterio. And um, I can't believe that Ray just still fights every night. Like he's in that. He doesn't need to do that shit anymore. No. And he, it looked like he was going to, you know, he ended up winning first off. Um, the He did a 619, took, a, took control of the pace. Dominic and Ray Ripley showed up to distract Ray. Um, and then Ripley and Otis stood outside the ring while Gable and Ray were having their match. And Mr. Yeah. Mysterio got the win. And then uh, his son, obviously Dominic came in to instigate a fight and slapped Ray and kept yelling at him, wanted to hit him. And you know what, you know, I know Dom is whatever it is, but Dom's getting a lot of heat and he's doing good getting the heat. He is at that point because everyone already hated him anyways. It was the easy move to make, honestly, because they were, I mean, he wasn't that good. I think his wrestling stuff. And then when he came out there with the whole edge and Finn Balor match at the pay-per-view, like it's still just, I don't know. It just doesn't click. It doesn't click. So it's best to keep him as a heel and do all this stuff. And if he can end up working with his dad, I mean, that's obviously going to be really cool. So Yeah. And that's what Ray wants. And, you know, he just, Ray's just scored by the way. One Oh, one Oh, nice. Um, and it looked like Ray was going to take a swing, but he turned around and walked away. And then Dom hit him from behind while Rhea held him in place. And he gave, got the 619 on him but you can see when he came through with the 619 dom he kind of shorted his legs he he get, got his dad in the face but you could see that he softened it because he did you could see that he's not comfortable hitting his dad he's just not and uh in, in the real aspect of it um but the 
the different thing they they showed the guy from Young Rock, the guy that plays Rock in Young Rock. He was in the audience. Uli Latukifu. I got to get his name right. Yeah, and um, Mysterio did a sunset flip that sent Gable into the barricade. It was like perfect. So you know, obviously Mysterio still got what he has. Um, Ripley, this was one of the best. You would have liked this. She looked like she was wearing a memorial armband, but she turned it and it said Beth. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she's playing that heel. Ah, she's the best too. Uh, she's the best. The and then they did a group promo after the commercial and bragged about Valor Valor's victory over Edge, of course. Um, and then what what really got good? So during the promo for Judgment Day. They're given a promo. AJ's music hits. He comes out and said, Balor was right all along. And then when his back's against the wall for too long, he needs some friends. And, you know, he says all the way, you know, when, from when I met in Japan, you know, this and this and this, and they hug it out. And, and, um, Balor says, you know, I'm glad you finally came around. And he said, I wasn't talking to you. And I'm like, Oh shit. And they turn and it's fucking Anderson and gallows. Like, just like blew my mind. And I sent a picture immediately to Peapod because I'm like, holy shit. And he's just like, you know, I'm, he's doing the whole thing. I'm still not watching. I'm still not watching. He's just never going to watch. I know that, but it's, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out like, we need to, we need to ask Peapod and just put a doll of Vince McMahon up and say, where on this doll did you get hurt from WWE? <laughs> he's a wrestling fan, right? Like we're wrestling fans. We're not, WWE fans, AEW fans, uh, you know, Japan, New Japan pro wrestling fans, TNA fans, we're wrestling fans. Right. And, but Braves it was for again. nice. And dude, when they came, the, the crowd popped like crazy, like for them, it was just cool to see. Because oh, right, right now, because, and this is the thing for wrestling fans, Anderson and Gallows are part of New Japan. Anderson is the never open weight champion right now. So you're like, what the hell is going on? Did they sign? And it says they signed with WWE. New Japan shared it that they signed with WWE. So you're like, oh, maybe they're going to, maybe there's that forbidden door going to open with WWE because Triple H is like, no, fuck this. Like, if, if well, yeah. AEW is going to do if it, AEW is going to do it. Why not? And they, and new, and, and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling, they, I mean, they're going to get money from both companies. It's awesome. It's like a bidding war. They're just yeah. going to keep 100%. All and, money, dude. Good for them. Good for New New Japan is winning out of this, out of everybody. They're winning. Oh, dude. And it was just, it was just a good segment. So now here, here's what I was going to tell you. Here's what I could see happening. Ray is going to go to the judgment day. Doesn't make sense. I don't know why, but to be with his son, he goes there. So there's your five. You got Ray, Dominic, Finn, and then you have um, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. On the other side, AJ Styles, Gallows, Anderson, Edge, Beth. I could see that happening because they have a common enemy in Judgment Day. But it's like, who's going to go over? Well, the only one that makes logical sense is Ray to go, you know, turn heel. We haven't seen Ray as a. When's the last time you saw Ray as a heel? A long time. I mean, it's going to be tough to do, but maybe it would be more in the uh, forced sort of deal, not like I'm going to kick Edge in the balls more of a force to be with the judgment day. And then like he does. And then he turns on him. Something like that. Maybe like, yeah, you know, play it up. Okay. I'm going to be with my son. I can't do this anymore. And then turn on him. They went survivor series, all that. I can see that. that. And that would be a good, that's a solid bunch of competitors too, while you're at it with all those guys. And then um, great match. And then Ballard, like it was funny. Dom steps in and says, 
you know, you talk like that to Finn. He's the fuck. He said something fucking, and you can hear it clearly. And then Gallows just uppercut, you know, does a good chop. So you hear it, and Dom sold it great. I mean, hit it, hit the ground heavy and quick. And then they just all fought. It was it was a cool segment. It was good to see Gallows and Anderson back. That was fantastic. And then what kind of caught me off guard, though, was the next match, which is Candice LeRae and Bailey. Candice got the win. Yeah, I've heard that they're kind of pushing her a little bit more. But why over Bailey? Like, that that doesn't make sense. Maybe it, it's going to work out for a three-way or something to get her into the mix. Again, that could be a Survivor Series match, too. They could have a triple threat, put Candice LeRae in there, see what she's made of, still have Bianca beat, you know, Candice. So Bailey doesn't lose that sort of thing, maybe, or maybe they put her in there and Bailey beats Candace. So Bianca never gets pinned, wins her belt back at Mania. You never know. So why why doesn't anyone ever try to use the pointless suspenders Bailey has hanging on her pants? It'd be such an easy thing to exploit. <laughs> um, the Mrs. Birthday, we talked about that. Omas squashed two people. We talked about Bobby and Seth. Um, Riddle and Sami Zayn had their fight. Um and, you know, Zane just basically told Jay, stay out of it. And then, you know, we got the RKO from Riddle onto Sammy. And then, um, you know, they were like, fine. So, you know, obviously the he took a loss for the bloodline, um, but Jay took one the week before. Uh, it, it was just interesting. So then the DX reunion, it was okay. I mean, they did, they came out on a, on a Jeep, you know, and fired off the cannon and, and did that. And they said, um, there's a few things they said. So I went through the whole thing. You know, <laughs> I just sent you guys the stuff that Road Dog called him Degeriatric X. <laughs> and then, that was good. And then Michael said, if we're here in another 25 years, put us out of our misery. <laughs> That's what <laughs> HBK said. Uh, first thing Xbox said was he paid homage. He gave a shout out to China. That was cool. Everybody clapped. It was all good for that. They did Road Dog did his normal thing. One half of the tag team champions, the Road Dog Jesse James, and then he just held his mic out so they could say the badass Billy Gunn. You know the crowd did, and then they the New Age Outlaws. And then Corey Graves is like, Gunn, yeah. no, 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 no. It got it got better because Corey Graves is like, yeah, I don't know where that other guy is. He's doing something with office supplies or something. <laughs> so <laughs> the whole scissor me thing. I thought that was just good on Corey Graves' part. Um, and then they just, you know, they did their final DX chop and thank the crowd and, you know, did DX things. Obviously DX will be huge forever. And, uh, it'll be interesting to see if triple H is going to be an on-screen character or not. No, nope. you don't even think he'll be a character. Nope. He'll do this every once in a while, but no, nah, he, no way. Not with his heart thing. He's done. No, I don't think he's going to fight ever, but I mean, if he's going to be like an authority character, like Vince, I don't think so. No, I think he doesn't want it. I think he already saw that he wouldn't want to do that. I think he'd want to, I think he wants to push this other talent is what he wants to do. And which is good because obviously he's showing, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, like Cody and Peapod, Oh, get at me and get at me in six months. Let's see where it's at. I'm like, dude, triple H ain't slowing down. Like he's trying to pull everybody and put all the best talent he can out there. He knows what people want. Like, and the surprises, Brock coming back, Gallus and Anderson coming back, Bray coming back, all in a couple days. It's like, holy shit, this dude Gargano came back. Dexter Loomis is there. All Braun Strowman came back. All these people he's bringing, he's bringing back, and Peapod did put it a great way, that he's bringing back all his toys that he likes to play with. 
because he knows they're good and he, he's not wrong well yeah you why know? would you not want talent there though like i mean what what else does he want is he just he's not going to take jericho because he don't want fucking jericho's a lass and jericho doesn't want to come back but he doesn't want him there either anyway i mean so what i mean so what's going to happen then when omega goes there then what's peapod going to say well but will he he's a v, he's a vp I mean, not if he's going to deal with the bullshit of all these other children. Yeah, he's a VP with these guys, but he's sitting there looking at the Young Bucks going, you guys are fighting with CM Punk? Like, this is this is the company I'm VP in? Yeah, let me go be an agent and probably make more with less responsibility at WWE and be an on-screen talent and wrestle? Yeah, let me do that. I'm telling you, Omega, so, Omega will be in WWE by this time next year. About that. You think so? Well, I'd have to look at a, a contract to see if that's the case, but... I think he's going to be there whenever a contract is next contract up negotiation, whatever he can do. Yeah. The um, yeah, that's especially if they keep running on this new Japan route. That's valid point. Um, The hot take. The good hot take. All right. So another thing is we'll, and we'll wrap this show up. We've got a lot of good stuff going on in wrestling. We won't talk about AEW too much because whatever um the uh not yet nothing big yet but uh they had who were the producers for each of the matches at extreme rules so i thought yeah yeah so you had abyss that produced the brawling brutes and imperium i didn't even know he was with wwe so that's oh yeah he's he's been with them for five six years he's been busy oh yeah shit live morgan and ronda rousey tyson kidd great producer strap match michael hayes michael hayes yep um uh let's see bianca and bailey was pd williams yep. who is pd williams pd williams um he's uh dude that did the canadian destroyer i think oh yeah yeah yeah. okay i know exactly what you're talking about because yeah because he did he made the canadian destroyer a little bigger didn't he yeah oh, well, i know who he is he's the one who made it in T- he's the one who made it big in tna yeah he's he's the inventor of the canadian destroyer it's pd williams not the pd williams of ufc not um the ken shamrock dude the pd williams on tna yeah and he was down in lucha libre too right yeah lucha libre usa and he was an x-division yeah. champion in, in impact yeah. he is known by his nickname the canadian destroyer there you go. front flip pile driver yep so he that makes sense. So, oh, that's good. I didn't know he was there. Jamie Noble did Edge and Finn Balor. And then Adam Pierce did Riddle and Rollins. Solid producers, man. Guys that know Which, their shit. I, yeah, I mean, the Riddle and Rollins match was good. I'm surprised Adam Pierce did that. I didn't think much of him as an agent, honestly. Yeah, he's. I think he's better as an agent than he is any backstage talent, you know. So that kind of works out for everybody. But, um, yeah, we'll get more into wrestling. We haven't done a wrestling show in a while, so – we're going to wrap this up uh, with the wrestling show in perfect time because here's our guy, old parrots coming in. So we'll get him on the next show. Parate. So, parate. So as we end wrestling, thanks to Wes Anderson, all work clothing, Connell Barrett, dating transformation.com, Crandall's quality landscaping and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Make sure you get that Canadian destroyer in. <laughs>